pressure just just talk to you guys like look your direction that kind of thing do any that you can do whatever you want whatever's natural yeah you good i'm good pressing the button <laughs> okay Good. Audio and everything. I love it. That's exciting. Even have some lights. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like we're very out of practice, but for everyone else. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the old late night playset. Tonight is Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans. We're your hosts for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> It's tonight's show, Late Night Play said, ah, we're working on it. You know, the, you know what's going on. Uh, we're back. We're back. All right. Where to start? Where to start? We left you on Wednesday of last week saying we would be here on Thursday with the guest who's here tonight. Um, there's no kerfuffle. There's no her blah, blah, There's no uh, – actually, there's a lot of drama. We're pretty pissed off about it. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, St- and, and by the way, I wrote it phonetically, but I hope I wrote it phonetically correctly. Steve Mazon. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> I, do, you, do you mind me asking how you spelled it phonetically? Uh, M-A-Y-Z-A-H-N. Oh, nice. Yeah, like Steve Zahn. Yeah, Steve Zahn, sure. Well done. I would do maze, like go through a maze and then on. Oh. But that's, because yeah. I don't trust people, you did it probably the smart way. I did, well, you've got to relate to yourself and whatever your brain would do, right? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway, Steve Maison is here. Now, you're maybe going to know the name from comedy uh, for sure, but um, more specifically to what we do here, Mrs. Ryan, he is uh, – did you produce the documentary as well? Or could I call uh, yeah. you a documentarian right now? Yeah, one of the producers by – Documentarian and certainly the focus and star of Dying to Do Letterman. Couldn't care less about doing this show apparently, <laughs> but <laughs> – that's right. <laughs> we should have done a show and done the old, uh, oh, we ran out of time for Steve Mazon today. Ah, we'll have to be having him back at his earliest convenience. That would have been good. Anyway, uh, whatever. He's here today. We're going to have a great conversation. We're already warmed up with each other, so I think that's going to go well. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, in the meantime, some stuff to talk about. The weekend, we ended up having Breakfast Club. We didn't get to talk about it. We didn't do a TBT. We'll do that this week. But Breakfast Club, uh, what happened? Oh, okay. I remember. Do you? A little bit. Yeah. It was, it was fine. It was great. It was uneventful. Uh, not huge. I don't remember. Probably 10 cars, something like that. But um, as we were all kind of getting ready to go, Carson Chan and Derek Whitaker showed up, and then we had our late breakfast, yep. <laughs> a little private breakfast with those guys. Uh, did a nice little photo shoot at the sign and stuff. So hello and goodbye to Carson Chan, who is back in Hong Kong now. Um, he ended up being able to make that breakfast club because he couldn't fly out the week prior because of the political climate in Hong Kong. They were not taking inbound flights. So whatever. But we love you, Carson. Awesome to see you at Breakfast Club. Derek Whitaker, same thing. We live machinery. Go watch it on Chassis Media. Um, That was Breakfast Club. Mrs. Ryan, what did we do on Saturday? Do you remember? No. Really? Yeah, really. Um, We went to Malibu Kitchen with TLG. I definitely remember now. (laughs) That was a super fun day. I love those guys. Marco Girassi from TLG, uh, Porsche service. What was it? Uh, get your Porsche some TLC. Come on home to TLG. That's right. 
That's right. Good job. I'm, I'm using it. We're going to make it into a commercial for them. Uh, it was a great time, though, over at Malibu Kitchen. Typical uh, Susie being a fantastic host, and uh, even Bill was nice and waved. So. <laughs> <laughs> Progress. Uh, and Sunday, Mrs. Ryan, we had uh, the Five Seas Car event. The Five Seas Car Coffee Chocolate Culver City. Cars, is that, did I get that right? Cars, Coffee Chocolate Culver City. Yep. I didn't I've, know I've, that's what it was for. <laughs> right. So I've taken to, because this is what I do apparently, I've taken to renaming it Five C's, F-I-V-E-S-E-A-S, Five C's. Someone, a couple of people told me they only came because of us, so they named it Our Cars and Coffee, which... Oh, well, I don't, we weren't I, trying to do that by any means, but, uh, no, but I we definitely that. helped promote it because of our friends Girk too, and uh, Sasha from Beverly Hills Porsche, but also from Ren Works Stat. It's his company right. as well. Mrs. Ryan wants some houndstooth, so we have to be really nice to them to kiss up for them to sponsor some houndstooth interior inserts for Mrs. Ryan. Yes, please. Uh, and that's all I have from the weekend is that and I know I, we did more stuff, but gosh, there was pool time and social things. So I, I think we saw Mark Platinum Palomino, I think, as well. Um, Hung yeah. out with a lot of people. Busy weekend. Got to see a lot of people not at Car Week also. Oh, my gosh. Ah, that's it. <laughs> Big thing I forgot. It was on the card last week. <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. Uh, uh, Monterey Car Week. We were supposed to go. Uh, on Thursday, we made the call that we were not going to go. Mrs. Ryan's like, stop working. And uh, we just made a call. So sorry about that. Sorry, yes. I think it was all the stress from our guests not showing up that day. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what it was. I will lean on that, yes. Anyway, um, it was a great weekend. Everything is good. Um, and we had a lot of fun. Yeah. You want to get to some videos? Yes, please. <laughs> I feel like we're all properly warmed up and caught up. <laughs> all right, some videos. We've got uh, an East Coast feed and we've got an orange curtain. What would you like first, Mrs. Ryan? East Coast feed, please. All righty. Checking in with Danbury Chive. The East Coast feed. Roll it out. Hi, Jay and Nicole. Hi, Jay and Nicole. Just a quick East Coast feed for you guys. Tell me where we went today, Monkey. We had a fun day. Mm-hmm. We went to brunch at Valencia. Yeah. In Norwalk. Yeah. Was it yummy? Yeah. What did you eat? Pancakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her favorite apple juice, just so you know. Then we took a nap. And then where we go? I can barely hear them. Can you, you hear them? No, no. Okay. And we'll have to so bump this up and post to laugh later. That okay. she, that <laughs> guys were going to get in the pool. There's two brothers, and they're on the larger side. And so she, of course, is three. So out loud, she's like, Daddy, look at that big guy. And I'm like, oh, Christ, stop that. You know, it was one of those fun parenting moments. Uh, that was about it. But <laughs> it we sounds do like a confessional, Batman. but I can't hear it. <laughs> and then we watched Batman. Right? She's adorable, yeah. though. And who was in the Batman yeah. movie? Huh? Tell Jay and Nicole. They have no idea who's in the movie. It's a new one called Hush, right? Did you like it? All right, well, she's obviously not really talking to us. But anyway, just want to send some random love. East Coast Speed. Right, Jonesy? Tell East Coast Speed. East Coast Speed. There we go. There you go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (sighs) I love that kid. That is a cute little girl. Couldn't hear a word she said, but, man, I love that kid. Yeah, good facial expressions on that one. (laughs) Clearly nighttime. They were clearly saying, you know, there's a story from the day, but... (laughs) <laughs> you're aware of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to hear it at home, so you, whatever. 
Uh, Mrs. Ryan, let's take a look behind the orange curtain. Check in with our friends down in, uh, well, I don't know where they are. Probably up at Monterey Car Week. Paul Kennel, take it away. Roll it out. Good evening, Jay and Nicole Ryan. This is Paul Kennel from Behind the Orange Curtain. Actually, way up north in Monterey for Car Week. That is a speedster behind us. I'm at the Porsche Zentrum. And I pro- I'm guessing you probably think Ramsey Potts is probably here, going to pop up that nowhere because I have this empty space. But no. He can't make it, but we're here. It's our friend Ray, Ray from Porsche Experience Center Atlanta. And uh, I was gracious enough to get an invite from some friends and never been to Zentrum before, but uh, you want to tell them what, what Zentrum is? or The Porsche Center. Zentrum, right? That's the center. So we're here at the Quail Porsche Zentrum, which as you can see with the speedster behind us and the party that's going on tonight, it's going to be a lot of fun with Porsche friends. So I wish you could be here. Great to see you guys again. Yeah, Thank likewise. Yeah, it's exciting to be here and miss you guys. Hope to see you up on the crest. Love you. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm beside myself. That's our two, two of our correspondents who have never worked together, never been in the same place together that I've seen, checking in together. Wow. So that was technically a behind-the-orange-curtain backstage pass, technically. Yeah. Wow. That was impressive, Bravo, guys. you guys. Kudos. Uh, for anyone who couldn't hear, that was Ray Schaefer from Porsche North America, uh, Porsche Classic, and the Porsche Experience Center uh, out there in Atlanta. He's in charge of the Heritage Gallery. He, he's the guy over there. Uh, and uh, fantastic correspondent for this show. We love you, Ray Schaefer. Hang on. What a delight. I happen to have this handy. If not already, please consider following Ray Schaefer for your backstage pass to all things Porsche Classic, brand heritage, and travel-related material. That's Ray.Schaefer. S-H-A-F-F-E-R. We love you, Ray Schaefer. Paul Kennel, we we love you too. Paul Kramer, technically. We call him Paul Kennel. Mrs. Ryan. I mean, seriously, we've the whole top of show here is much longer than usual. We haven't even gotten to the news yet, nor Dave Watch. Uh, We have to do both. I'm going to do Dave Watch really quick, okay? Okay. Because I think we don't have enough (laughs) Dave. So it should be pretty easy. All right. Make that really easy. Here we go. All right. Uh, uh, regular viewers of this program will know, of course, that we have reached out uh, a couple weeks ago to David Letterman to be a guest on this program. It's time. It's time. Even our guest today is shaking his head, saying it's time, nodding his head, nodding his head. He's nodding his head. <laughs> <laughs> he was nodding his head. I'm crazy. Uh, anyway, today, Mrs. Ryan. Oh, shit. It's set up for the 15th. <clears throat> we'll just pick it up there, shall we? Let's see. No Dave on the 15th. <laughs> no, no Steve Mays on the 15th. <laughs> no, no Steve Mays. We double that. Well, should we? Two X's. Yeah. Letterman, Dave nor dying on, to get on Letterman. And that brings us to the 20th today. Here is an X denoting he is not here. But, Mrs. Ryan, as we said last week, we have made some progress. I still don't want to say what it is because it's stalled out since that progress. But we're one step closer uh, than we were and it's a good step. It's a good step with the right person to, to do it. And uh, I talked with that person this morning. Oh, so maybe Mrs. Ryan has an update. The update was just support and questioning about the update. So there will be more. There's more attention on it. That, all you want is attention, right? Yeah. You make the decision from there. That's amazing. So yeah. we're actually being looked at. 
Yes, sir. To me, that's uh, pretty darn close. I mean, you, we're going to talk about this when you get in here in a few minutes, yeah. but you remember that moment, right? Yes. When you're getting looked at, it's almost like, okay, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, so that's great news. So how about that? I mean, I'll denote that calendar somehow else tomorrow when I have time to think about it. In the meantime, Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? Screwed it all up. There you go. Zoomed in. Take it away, Mrs. Oh, Ryan. No. Oh. <laughs> there was a kid in Georgia whose mom owned a personalization shop. I'm sorry? There was a kid in Georgia whose mom owns a personalization shop. And so for back to school, she was like, let me make you a shirt. What do you want it to be? It can be anything you want. Trains or cartoons or whatever. And so he said, I wanted to say, I will be your friend. Mm. And he wore it on the first day of school. So Mm. I love that. And so... Everyone can Google this and support Nikki and Blake is the kid's name. That sounds wonderful. That's Mr. Rogers and Karna. That's the next generation. Totally. They know so what's up. It's at least starting. He was like, I will be your friend. And I he, believe children are our future. Yo, man. Whatever it takes. Um, Dave Chappelle is going to have a fifth special on Netflix I later saw that. this month. Very excited about it. Obviously, he is quite good at what he does. Yeah, uh, he is super good, and the, there's, I think, three already, four maybe. He made a deal for three, so there's at least three yeah, up there. Yeah, and he gave them four. Uh, yeah. Way to get more deals. I mean, that is just... For sure. But the coolest thing about this one is that, uh, shoot, what's that guy's name? The, the Chris Rock. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, he... No. Morgan Freeman narrates the trailer yeah. and it has nothing it yet, to do with any of the material material of the special. It's hilarious, this yeah. trailer. So It's a true teaser because it really is not affiliated at all, but it gives you an idea that something's coming. Something's coming and it's all white and like where they shot it is crazy and it's so cool. Good yeah, job. Looking forward to that for sure. And Netflix, right? Netflix, Netflix yeah. Have fun, guys. I, I know so many people t- tangentially involved. It is the coolest. Good job. Um, there were two teenagers that water skied across Lake Michigan. Uh, oh. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> it was their last hurrah before one of them went to college. Of course it was. Whatever. It was two and a half hours and 62 <gasps> miles, and they made it. And Keep I, it. <laughs> Keep great. it. I love that they're not like, what let's have a party. What did those jelly angle. legs feel like afterwards, right? Probably Holy horrible. Crow. But like, I'm no judge of that these days. So yeah, you're they right. seem to like it. And it was something you're exactly right. cool to do other than having a party. So good job. I guys. used to, you know, you probably have done this because anybody with this brain has uh, ever been up late at night in the old days when there were a bunch of ESPNs and you find yourself upon the uh, snowmobile races <laughs> and they're, they're crossing lakes on <laughs> snowmobiles. Yeah. Lakes, like what? Not frozen lakes, water lakes on snowmobiles because the track goes fast enough that you can oh. do it. it. Looks like the Roadrunner on top of the water, you know. But but the thing is, you have to keep going, so you have to keep the speed up. Or the moment you slow down, <laughs> <laughs> this sound this sounds yeah, like that. Yeah. Good job, teenagers. So uh, lastly, this is super neat to me. Uh, CBS All Access. No, ah. not that super neat. But uh, it's a streaming service that's all CBS stuff, right? CBS and Paramount, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but they're adding to their library. They're going to make new kids programming. They're making that the full, a fulcrum that they're looking at for going forward. Okay. But what they're also doing is they're going to bring back a thousand hours of, of old titles. 
so Inspector Gadget was one of my favorites. Oh, Viacom, Nickelodeon, sure. And so that's going to be there. Oh, they can do this now because they just merged them back together. So when I was working at Paramount on Everybody Hates Chris, the Chris Rock Show, bring it all back, everybody. <laughs> uh, that was the time when uh, Sumner Redstone split the company up because he wasn't sure who was going to run the kingdom after he passed right. away. So it was Les Moonves and Brad Gray. They're both out these yeah. days. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but they broke it up to Paramount was one thing and CBS was another. And then it was fakakta because we all had to change our email addresses. And you remember all of that? I do. I promoting so they broke weird stuff. Oh. 10, 15 years ago, whatever that was. And then just the other day, they put it all back together. So now CBS owns all that Nickelodeon, MTV. They're probably going to put the real world out and the road rules and all that stuff. I didn't read about that, but I read well, about. Not at, not at this time. Uh, Once things get a little better. <laughs> there's a show called like Henrietta or something that I don't remember, but there's a bunch of uh, children's programming around Inspector Gadget time that seems really cool. So I'm going to definitely awesome. check I that out. I love Inspector Gadget. Me too. Brain? Penny. Penny and Brain. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so that's Ben. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Mrs. Ryan. All right, top of show. We kept it to about 15 minutes. It's not awful. Not awful. Uh, I forgot what we were going to do. Well, I guess that's call it a day, probably, right? Yeah. Just go, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Someone is here. We should do this. Uh, when we come back, Steve Mazon is going to be sitting in that chair right there. Comedian. I'm going to call him a documentarian. I'm going to call him a, probably a producer as well because of that. Writer uh, and uh, star of Dying to Do Letterman. He's going to be sitting in that chair right there. Steve Mazon, more to come right after this. I didn't know this before I went. I don't know if you, if you, if you visited. No death penalty in Canada. That's how nice they are. They don't... They don't even kill people who've killed other people. They're like, all right, just don't do it again, okay? Well, what if I do? We'll talk about it then, all right? All right, all right, all right. They, <laughs> no death penalty. We're still, they've decided as a country, no death penalty. We're still deciding in the state, state by state. We can't come to one agreement. Like, there's states still today that are still using the electric chair in this day and age. I think we can all agree. Whatever side of the capital punishment argument we're on, that's a little barbaric. The electric chair in this day and age. Come on, right? The 20, 21st century, 2019. I think we can all agree it's time for solar, right? Solar chair. <laughs> solar, we have the technology, let's use it. Solar chair. Come on, let's make the green mile greener, everyone. No more midnight executions. High noon, sun high in the sky. Most power possible. Let's juice it in there. Hey, Bill, it's not happening. Did I get pardoned? No, it's cloudy. It's cloudy. <laughs> but the five-day forecast says Friday. Friday looks good. Friday looks good for us. <laughs> I like that we're using the, the wind farms. If you drive around, like we got that. The sun's old technology. I like that the wind farms, that's old tech. That's from like Holland, like 2,000 years ago or something. I don't know. My time's off probably on that. I, uh, but I like it. The people used to live. You ever see those old pictures? And how people used to live in, in windmills. You ever see it? Wouldn't that be fun to live in a windmill? You imagine trying to leave your house? I found grandma. I found grandma. Found her. Found her. Or what's not? So you get, you gotta be open. I think uh, I think I'm just gonna introduce you and bring it in right. if you're if you're good and ready. I'm ready. 
<laughs> We've never done this. We've never done this before. Oh, our guest just left. He ran out of time. Uh, we've never done this before, but tonight our guest is the host of... Uh, wait, are you the host? Of, no, I'm the host of something. What are you? Hang on. I've lost control of this whole thing. Uh, you know our next guest from uh, Dying to Do Letterman, which is available on Amazon streaming services. Please welcome Steve Mazon. <laughs> Nights when he's about to go on stage. Oh, oh then he gets the thing. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Wow. That is the first time. Sorry. Good for you. What are you packing? Uh, you know what? Uh, being a Letterman fan, uh, and I started comedy in the in the Bay Area, and there is a comic who's uh, a friend of mine, and I would tune in. He was a friend of David Letterman's uh, starting. Oh, who? Before he, Bob Sarlat. Oh, okay. So Bob Sarlat would be on the show, on Letterman's old show, every year. They would just bring Bob on, and he wasn't he wasn't famous. Uh, he was famous in the Bay Area. He was the voice of the 49ers, and, it, and him and Dave started here in Los Angeles together, so they were friends. So was every this year, the days of, like, George Miller and all those? Yes, like when yeah, they were kind, of, kind of that. Oh, but wow. even even once they moved over to, to CBS and that, he'd have Bob on every year. And Bob would come on like he was George Clooney or Bruce Willis. It was the greatest thing ever. My friends and I loved it. Like, he wouldn't... You know, again, there was no humility. Like, people probably don't know who I am. I mean, he would come on. He would be, like, waving to the audience, pointing to the people in the bleed. Like, you would I, – I remember the first thing I was like – Like a, like, a, like Paul bigger Newman. Than I, yeah, like, did, bigger than I thought. How like, do I not know who this yeah. is? Yeah. Did Dave said, like him because he was sort of a broadcaster-y type person? I think so, yeah. He had, and he had one of those great Dave voices. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that, that tie-in. And and they were stand-ups together. Bob's, Bob's a, a, a very good stand-up comic. But, again, just not – you know, he wasn't a household name, but you would have thought walking you're, with the way he came into the show, you'd be like, well, "I better look this guy up." He's obviously he's obviously very famous, and and everyone knows who he is. But it is just that, that thing is before. So funny, yeah. So look up Bob Sarlat Letterman, and you just see some of his, his entrances sure. on the show. It's fantastic. Well, but meantime, yeah, Steve Mazon is Steve here. Mazon. Um, Steve Mazon, I watched your documentary the other day. I'm yes, dying to do dying Letterman. To, yeah. I, did, I watched it Wednesday night in preparation for your Thursday, so it's not quite as fresh in my mind. <laughs> I apologize. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> See, then it makes me feel bad. I was waiting until everyone watched it before you know I what? came on the show. You just you <laughs> handed it right back to him. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but, okay, uh, what had struck... Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you the whole story. Yeah. So I'll give you the straight skinny. <laughs> okay, get it. <laughs> uh, it occurred to me when I turned yeah. it on that I had turned it on once before a long time ago. Oh, all right. It wasn't as new as I thought it was. And when I saw, I said, wait a second, did I watch this? And I yeah. sped through it. I go, no, I didn't watch this. And then I sort of kind of remembered. Yeah. Do kind you of mind of me being candor? Uh, and, and being no, okay. of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, re- I remembered the first occurrence. And yes. I said, oh, I don't know what this story is. I haven't heard anything about it. Right, and right. this guy's not that good. Yep. Because uh, I'd, only totally yes, 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 I'd only yes, watched the beginning. I'd only watched the beginning. Now, the other night, of course, for yeah. watch the whole thing. The whole point is that he gets good through the movie. Yes, yeah. The that's whole the, point that's is right. that, but yeah. it wasn't really set up. No, that in the I trailer, totally so. listen. I I would always say when we were promoting because yeah, it's a documentary. It's on Amazon if anyone wants to check it's it out. It's really good. I highly uh, if recommend. If you have Amazon it. Prime, it's free uh, with that. But Dying to Do I hundred percent. First of all, if you say documentary, 
Uh, we haven't talked about it, but there's a, there's a cancer angle to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, those two things right away, I'm documentary, cancer, I'm not watching it. All right? So first of all, those right, two things. Right, depressing. And, and second of all, but it is exactly what you're saying. And when you take the angle, th- all right, the basic story is uh, I was a comic. I was making a living in comedy. I get diagnosed with cancer. They tell me, you may only have five years to live. Uh, and so it was, what do I want to do those five years? My biggest dream was to be on the David Letterman show someday. Yeah, yes. And obviously someday might not happen in those five years. So I start right. chasing the dream full force. Now, to your point, uh, I, yeah, I was making a living in it. I didn't know if I was good enough at that point. But I didn't at that point. I don't care. I, I can't wait anymore. I'm saying that only because you're here. To yes. Defend. Yeah. I would never have said that. No, to but anyone even else. then, I, uh, there, was, there was someone since. I'm, I'm a comic. I'm, I'm cynical. I'm the guy... Who would be cynical about this thing that I did? Even here's you know what all I mean. I've had it. another. There was a typical road comic out there. Which yeah. was what I was, and it was like, oh, it's not really the material I'm into. It yes, wasn't that yeah. you weren't good or whatever. Right. But what I saw over this movie was you develop into yeah. this refined. Yeah, there was such a process, and it oh, was well, just. Nice to hear. Yeah. It was wonderful to watch, and I'm almost glad that it took so long for it to happen so that, so that yeah. the transition was so great that we could actually experience it with you because I feel yes. like I went yeah. through that oh, journey well, thanks, with yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Yeah. And it was really cool because it is emotional and and there is a husband and wife element and there yeah. is a financial element and yes. there's a you're, you're furthering your your right, family right. element. I mean there's I don't want to give stuff away but there's all sorts of things where it's very personal and very guttural with yes. feeling. This yes. is a movie with a lot of feels. So those exactly those things that uh, you're talking <laughs> about the, the filmmakers were a husband and wife. Uh, that that followed me once they heard about this dream of me chasing trying to get on Letterman. You know, right. it was that it wasn't a documentary initially. It was just um, we're just going to cover it. it it's just I I started a project. This is it's crazy when you think about this. So this is 2005, and so that's you know Facebook maybe is just starting. Yeah, and MySpace, MySpace was the big maybe, thing. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't even do that. There was no you know Twitter, all this kind of things that you would go that angle. Now I just had a website. Started to put my videos up there and said, "Here's my thing. I'm. I want to get on the David Letterman show. Here's my videos. If you think I'm good enough, and there was a link. So that was it. It was just a website. And then this couple, they heard about it and were like, they actually came to me. They like this kind of uh, back angle. They knew. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, you can really project. I'm watching. Oh, Warren Littlefield. Yes, they knew Littlefield, and he was working with NBC, I think, at that point. And they go, uh, Hey, we could probably get you." Do you want to do you want to see if the Leno people are interested? Like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm a Letterman fan. That's my guy. You know what I mean? That was the dream. It's so it, it's Leno. Fully, I love Leno. Of course, had they said, do you want to be fully understandable? Guy? That's a wonderful career thing, yeah. but it's not going to quench this. But goal. it's not. Right. It wasn't the thing. I mean, Letterman was. You see in the movie what he meant to me growing up, and that and that kind of is the reason I got into comedy. Can, can you tell a little bit of because uh, our viewers yeah. know me and everything? Yes. Can, can you tell a little bit what he did mean to you? Why is yeah. Letterman? Wh- why? Why so, Letterman? Uh, yeah. So I'm a. a I was, uh, grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, grew up with my mom and dad watching Carson, you know, mm, every night too. he would be yeah. on, that kind of thing. So I would watch him. And then all of a sudden, I guess I was probably nine or ten, all of a sudden this guy was on right after him. <laughs> and, and, you know, I had seen Letterman on Johnny Carson, and maybe he'd fill in every once in a while. But my mom and dad, I saw their reaction to Johnny Carson. I love Johnny Carson. Yeah. And I love the comedians. His family on. They and the were television. Great. Yeah, it was right. It just yeah. yeah. You you sat around. We did it together. And then all of a sudden, I there was a point where they would go to bed, and this guy was on after them, after Johnny Carson. And I was like, oh, talking, talk, yeah, just, talking to you. Yeah, he just he's he was just you. different enough, right? And you know what? I remember my mom being like, 
I don't really care for this guy. And that kind of, <laughs> it was that thing, it was the right age where I was that like, made you. that makes me like this guy a little more. Turn it up. He's my guy. You know what I mean? So then it then it became, uh, every night, I'd, I'd then I'd watch Carson and then Letterman. And I'd be watching oh Letterman gosh. by myself. And it was oh so gosh. different. So it was really yours. Like, you owned yeah, it, that it, 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 it was mine. And then finally, I think at some point, it was like, you know, as I got older teenage-wise, I'd be with my friends. And I'd be like, well, I'm not going to watch Carson tonight, but I'm going to be home by the time David Letterman is on. And he was a he was a Midwest guy. Everyone that was on Johnny oh, Carson sure, you had was that. a was a big star. You know what I mean? They were you know he had Paul Newman, Burt Reynolds, those guys. Hollywood. Yeah, these guys. Letterman, because of what he had, you know, I I know you know all, there were all these rules that Letterman couldn't do certain things on a show because Carson was helping produce when the show. When he got the nighttime when show he, because yes. it was going to be back-to-back. Right, so they, they couldn't have certain bands. They couldn't, couldn't have a couch, They I couldn't think. have a couch. All this kind of weird stuff that made him look in other areas for he stuff. He and Merrill, because yeah. Of that. Had so to find all, other things. Yeah, so all of a sudden he has these different comedians on the show now, too. It was just a whole different vibe that, that just... New voice. Yeah, that piqued my interest. It was like, oh, and... I, you know, I love Letterman. He's not a he's not a Hollywood guy. He's he's got a big gap in his. You know, that was the thing. It became we, the new cool room to do. It, it was the cool room, but it was that was before. Up to that point, it was almost the first entrance uh, of, of like a. You know, hipster is such a derogatory thing now. You know what I mean? That we use that, oh, that guy's a hipster. But it was. <laughs> there was it, a little bit of retro nostalgia. Everything that the, the cool guys on, on Carson were, again, you know, Rickles coming on. He was, you know, old yeah, Hollywood the and uh, the Rat Pack guys, Sammy and Frank would come on, that kind of thing. These, it would be nobody's. I mean, again, literally, Letterman would bring on the guy who was who, the janitor or Parking Bud attendant, Melman, whatever. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff and make them. The star and and you know Andy Kaufman would never be the kind of guy that they would get for Cars. Carson would be like, this is too off the wall for too me until he was famous. You know what I right. mean? Whereas Letterman was was like, let me take a chance. Who? Let's throw it all against Let's the wall. Let's see what happens. See what sticks. And, it's twelve thirty, uh, and we got to do an hour. Yeah. Night. So it was. It really played into that. And again, then it that it he wasn't even Johnny Carson was so polished and sweet. And uh, I don't know that I, I'd say he's a good looking guy, but he seemed like a Hollywood guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Letterman just never. He certainly hung with he the crowd. He looked like a guy. He looked like my dad's buddy or something. You know Johnny I mean? hung with the crowd. He yes, would go no, out. There's pictures of him at yes, Chasen's. Of course, right. Letterman went home to his house yes, in the country. Exactly right. So uh, all that played into it. Made me feel like, oh, that's he's from Indiana. I'm from Illinois, and he's not wow. a star, and he's doing this thing, and yeah, so. Loved it, and then yeah, the comedians he started putting on. You know, once I started seeing, you know, uh, Jake Johansson and those guys. All the time. Yeah, the stand-ups. All the time yeah, he was on. I was like, well, all right, that's I want to do that. I I want to do that for a living. I want to be on the the Letterman show. I mean, again, at this point, I'm probably you know 11 or 12, and yeah. you know, not knowing if that that's going to be around even 20 <laughs> right, years from now. Right, right. That's uh, an interesting point. But that that's what I I thought. And again, you know, you have no idea at that point. Um, how to even do something like that. I mean, literally, it took me... I didn't start comedy until my late 20s, so had no idea how it would... We had to know, inherit to the desk and chairs before we figured out how to do before. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's it. It just it exudes an aura yeah. then, and, and then you figure it out, right? And you get an impetus in your life, and you take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's... But yeah. The, the, cool. the interesting thing, and I hate to take this away from you, but no. what was so... It, it, there are so many parallels in your story and ours. Yeah. It was a health thing for her, her MS. I actually yeah. had a health scare as well, where we weren't sure I was going to even make oh, it Oh, okay. All. Yeah, and I didn't just, know that. Everything all happened at the same time, and like... Life just sort of went kaboom, the life right. we had and the life we had created and the life we mm-hmm. wanted and it was ours and we had polished it into whatever right. that rock or thing we yeah. thought it was. Uh, it all just went kaboom. And then it was like, 
well, if it's that easy to just have it all, like, why wouldn't you just go for it? That's right. All the way. It is. It is. At yeah. all times. Right. Live it while you got it. That's it, our it, hashtag. It's yeah, and it, it's only that can give you that perspective, right? It's that and it's the that confidence thing. and yeah. the boost of whatever you didn't have before. Some people have it. Some people yes. had the upbringing and they have it. Whatever. Right. It's all your programming and your you whatever you take in. Right. I didn't have it. She didn't have it. Yeah. We learned it. I want to talk about now. Get it back to you with this process of watching you grow. Yeah. We know why you like Dave now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like, yes, pick, yeah. Picking that's up the story. Why, that's why I love Dave. And then, uh, so yeah, when that comes, there is a little bit of, uh, uh, I was good enough. Again, a road comic is a great uh, way to describe me. That's And that was that was enough. I mean, at some level. I yeah. always wanted, in my back of my head, I was like, I'll get on Letterman someday. Again, I always, uh, you know, grab that word someday. We, we all say that, yes. right? Like yes. someday, someday, someday. There's no someday on that calendar, right? You got right? It. That you're putting, that you're crossing the days <laughs> Never out. Never find it. It's not going to be there. But uh, all of a sudden, someone tells you, all right, maybe you really only have five years. Everything I had done in comedy to that point, it was just like, go out, get good at this, you know, get up five times a night if you can, get, learn how to do this. Yep. And then I was starting to get good enough up in the Bay Area. That's where I started in San Francisco. Uh, oh, that wow. people hear about you. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how you – that was that was the way I was kind of growing up. Uh, even in the Midwest, I like to think there's, like, the one thing – I'm not too much on the – um, cliche stereotypes about different regions, but I think Midwest people in general, there's there is kind of a little bit of a work ethic kind of thing. Oh like, sure, just yeah. work hard yeah. and everything. It'll work out. Work, work hard. Keep and your again, nose to the grind. Absolutely. Now, now life has told us, all of us here, <laughs> that even that doesn't work out. Like you can be nose to the grindstone, and yeah, we're not planning on all the medical stuff that may pop up at any point, right? That right. Does, that's not in or your picture. Or karma. That was never a right. factor for exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> so that that's all I did with my career was like I'll work hard enough, and someday. The Letterman people will hear about because that's how my my career was going. Yes. Uh, I two years in, I was able to quit my job because enough clubs and bookers had heard about how yes. good I was. So already it was working. Work. It, it was, was already working. working. So that was proving to me that's work. Just that was just enough, work at and it. that's fine. Yeah, you keep it keeps you going. Yeah, work at it. Eventually, whatever it might take, yeah. the Letterman people will hear. That's probably how this works, right? Yes. And uh, then all of a sudden, <laughs> this this you know gets thrown in there the the cancer stuff and the maybe only five years to live. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, well, this I don't know if if just working this isn't going to be enough anymore to do that. So I had to kind of turn someday around became little, it's on the calendar now. It's on the calendar and it's it's uh, yeah, giving yourself the goal and and not waiting for it, chasing it like that 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 was the whole idea. Just Huge. a little bit of the what are you uh, wait, what are you waiting for? Nobody's going to give you permission. Yes, exactly, and that's it. And You're there, waiting for the tap on the shoulder. We all no, I was. of course, that's it. <laughs> you know, that's, you'd be good at you know what you you should be a, exactly. That's hey, we've got one. We're up. looking for a host. I've been wait waiting. a second. Yes. This is my opportunity. Yes. That's exactly it. <laughs> but we really think like that, right? Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. And it, so it is liberating. I always jo- I, I have a joke I do now. Uh, about like the silly things people say to you when you get you know uh, it, a disease or something like this happens. Oh, right? I can't oh, wait. I can't, yeah, yeah. This is right. Yes, yes, <laughs> you so, guys. Listen, of course, right? So one of my one of my wife's friends saying the uh, you know oh you should look at cancer as a gift. You know like oh yeah, yeah Rick, fantastic gift. Yeah, that's that's the person you want drawing your name at the Secret Santa. Right? The truth is yeah. that is the destination. But like man, yes. you are not the person to give these directions. No, no, especially at the beginning, right? Like of course, you I mean, got I, such a problem. I can through. look back now. We're you know we're almost 15 years later from that diagnosis, but at that time, like it was just a gift. What the hell? Are you? <laughs> what the? That's the worst thing. Or they Gosh. live every day. Like, oh, you should move forward. Live every day like it's your last. No, you can't do it. Like what right? Do you, what do you have to that one? Yeah. Do you, what <laughs> do you have a tit for tat? Uh, it, there's a lot. I get a lot of advice. 
Yeah, you should right, do right. this. You and should like, do this, right? Here's or the thing. have you looked into this? I oh know. my god, hundred percent. At the yeah. beginning, you yeah. you're so looking for anything to hold on to that yes. makes sense. You're like, okay, okay, yeah. and so right. you take in all this information, <laughs> and then it takes a minute, and you realize. They haven't actually gone through it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and again, you're you're an amateur. No one should be good at this, yeah. right? But you, we assume because someone's talking, sometimes even from a place of authority, right. you think, well, they must know what they're, they must they know. Must they're know about, yeah. To the same way, like the tap on the shoulder kind of thing, you're thinking, oh, well, this is, must be how it's done. Now everyone will film me on and do it. And that's moving. Credible source. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But very quickly you realize, oh, oh, I know I'm gonna have to find my own yeah. way, way. Oh, I'm done talking now. to you. I see. Yes, yes, <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was being polite and gave you your time. <laughs> yes, and, yeah. Wow. So yeah, at some point you just yeah you gotta you gotta find your your own way. But I I can now I can appreciate that idea of totally. the gift being you know the perspective it gives you to say, in the same way you'd stop listening to people. I don't give a crap anymore. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. okay, I'm not going to play this game of waiting and doing it the certain way, and this is how it's been done before. It was, you know, turning on its head. It's like, all right, I'm going to just rules all stop the stops. applying. Like, yeah. they just, like, everyone has rules, and it's oh, great. That's interesting. Yes. That's but interesting. the rules stop applying yeah. because what's in, the priorities change. Right. And you said well, that the a lot. model the model has shifted. What used to work in that model for society and 100%. you and everybody else, whatever, it no longer works with yes. whatever you do. You can't have the same schedule or whatever. When you wake up at five and you fall asleep at four, like that's your those are your hours. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't yeah. do the graveyard shift. Sometimes anymore. I no just more. have to go to sleep. Like it just it's a nap. I got like an infection yeah. last week and I couldn't walk and like that it, it's still lingering. Right. It, but it's like I have to learn how to deal with that. Like right. reading someone telling me how to do something doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Right. I yeah. feel I got a lot of that from your doc, your movie that yeah. you made. Like, oh, good. there's a lot of that. Just, just relax and step back and pay attention to yourself and right. whatever you actually think is important is what's important because That's nothing it. else and matters. And you started focusing. You did that Midwestern thing where you put your nose down in the ground yeah. and you just yes, started I'm working, start working, right. working, I'm gonna, working, I'm gonna, working, yes. cranking away. The goal is now uh, get good enough to be on Letterman. Yes. Not, uh, let's see how long this takes, and yeah. but yes, a, a determined uh, reason for all of it, and uh, yeah. So, so what? How did that happen? I mean, what happened? We talked about a few minutes ago. Oh, they're taking a look at you. That's huge. News. That's a big deal. Yeah, mind, so, you can probably see from this show today that I'm like elated now. Yes. that's like incredible news. Of course it is. When yeah. you got that news, it was very similar. Eddie Brill. Somehow somebody got your name to Eddie Brill. Yes, uh, an old uh, a booker of a club. So by this time I was living in Los Angeles. Uh, That's right. But a uh, club owner from San Francisco knew Eddie Brill and uh, was nice enough to drop in an email saying, uh, hey, you should take a look at this guy. And uh, yeah, Friend of and, mine, he's worth it. Right. And then uh, Eddie reached out to me and said, uh, heard about this? Uh, you know, send me a set. And and so it opened that door. And again, it was that, it really is like the, the sun shining in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Slowly, you know, it comes up on you and you're like, oh, like this is it. I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. But I do know that this is what I was hoping would happen, right? Again, yeah. And that's where you're talking about the news you got today. All right. You're in touch with the right person. Yeah. You're, you're you know, because again, you don't, that's such a huge You have a chance now. You yes. have a chance. If you can get good enough, yes. you might achieve your goal. Yeah. So now it's on you again. It's right. not about the world and the, oh, if only I could get to so-and-so. <laughs> right. It's now on you to do the work right. to see what you're made of. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. As and a person, yeah. that's very exciting to me. Yes. And listen, uh, even if at that point, um, 
I'm glad it wasn't a no, of course, and it, and it wasn't a yes at that point. That's right. a year into. I gave myself a year, and, and it took a year just to get in contact. Right. They were a very uh, East Coast centric show. Not for nothing. Letterman. Yeah. I reached out August of last year, and just in general. Oh, okay. And yeah. here we are, one here we are, year a later, year away. and now we're getting so that's the hey, I mean. we'll, we'll take a look. And that that's a little part of it too. The. Uh, I always get worried I say the word wrong. Naivete? Naivete. Naivete. Uh, of not knowing. I gave myself at that point because I was like, I might only be here five years. I'm going to get I'm going to get on 20%. the show in a year. I'll give you 20%, yes. Dave. Yes. I'm going to make it in one year so I can have four years of enjoying watching it over. Cut off that. <laughs> yes. You get this, I'll get yeah, this. And I'll take that. But again, it, looking back now, I mean, to even get in touch with them and knowing the process yeah. and that kind of thing and how far out they book and all that kind of stuff, it was ridiculous to think anything could happen and again now it's so impressed to even have gotten in touch with the person uh, yeah. who yeah, books huge. it and yeah. an introduction from someone who else who had a little bit of clout and power to say hey take a look at this guy people don't really realize because you can access the stephen colbert late show via yes. instagram now if right, you want to talk right. to somebody from the show yeah. it just wasn't like that no and it really wasn't like that for anything dave related no, Reclu- no reclusive I mean, re- that's the number one word when people always ask about uh, dave because obviously the end of the story is is whoa I don't get, give it away i don't finish it hang on oh no let's have the second half tonight <laughs> but uh they're like what's dave like i mean that's that's the number one word for it. I mean, besides genius and hilarious and all those. All right, things. we gave it away. Aside, you, you end up achieving your goal. It takes yes, it ends up taking the, almost the entire five years of the worst case scenario diagnosis I had. But right. that's how long it took. So a year to get in touch with them. Immediately, I send them a set that I was like, "Well, here, here I knew this the is age. the you one. Do five minutes. You do five minutes <laughs> on the show." And he said, "Okay, send me your send me your five minute set." And I was I was a little cocky at this point. When I, again, it's the attitude. That's what we do. It's the attitude of at this point. I don't care, I don't care anymore, right? I have nothing to lose at this point. So I'm like, he'll watch ten. I'm gonna send him ten minutes, right? Because I again, I was like, why take two two tapes to send? Him? I'm just gonna send him a ten minute set, so that he'll he he's got to watch ten minutes at this point, right? So I sent him ten minutes. He liked one joke out of the ten minutes. But it was again and again. I'm sure in the talks you guys are having those those little inklings of like, I'm on the right track though. Like that, it, yeah. it wasn't like it was. There's a movie it like wasn't. so you're not saying it's a no <laughs> exactly. or something. Like you're right, exactly. So you're so saying there's a chance. He didn't like nine <laughs> jokes, but he, he liked one joke. So I'm like, I'm, I've got my foot in the door, right? right? It might be a shoelace at this point. I have direction. I, have I am close, <laughs> exactly. So uh, it was, but I remember him saying like. Uh, Here's why these wouldn't work. They're, they're not bad jokes. It's just we have to make this. The show has a very particular thing. It's the thing we were talking about, why Letterman was different than Carson. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a different viewpoint of thing. Uh, Eddie Brill, to his credit, there was a, a fantastic comedian, Robert Schimmel, oh, uh, who's, who's passed away. Guy, yeah. um, passed away but, our uh, first trip to Hawaii. Do you remember that? Oh, on, on my really? birthday, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, one of the greats. And thanks and, uh, a lot, Robert Schimmel. <laughs> he's in the movie. He's, there's a little part That's in the right. movie. That's right. I he's thought. Got, yeah, he's he got. Must yeah. have been towards. Yeah, it was towards the end of, uh, of his his battle. He's very, although he's he, very skinny. Yeah, he, you can see in it that he's battling. He's giving you good advice though. Fantastic advice. But Eddie Brill says to me, and it's it's not in the movie. You don't see it. Uh, but he says to me, Robert Schimmel is my favorite comedian, and uh-huh. he's never been on the Letterman show because he's just not the right. Not the right fit. It's not the right fit for our show. 
Yeah, he also it, he's also very open about it. he wouldn't he wouldn't have played the game. Right. No. Exactly. <laughs> now that being said, uh, didn't you have to change one of your? Th- yes. You know, yeah. He, I did change the not, night before. Robert Schimmel was not into that. And that being <laughs> and that being said, uh, two things. I, and I will say, Eddie Brill, you see in the, in the uh, in the movie, I have a long relationship that takes out these the entire five years of going back and forth with him. Wow. Had had Robert Schimmel been on the David Letterman show. A, he would have been fantastic. B, Dave would have loved him. I mean, but these are these are the, the hoops we have to jump through. You yeah. know what I mean? Again, that was a big money show yes. at that point, and there was a lot of hands and right. chefs of course, in the kitchen. Of course, so there, there's that kind of thing. There's the Bill I Hicks have, thing comes to mind. Oh, for that's, myself, a, that's one of the fantastic ones. Yeah. Uh, is yeah, is them pulling Bill Hicks. You know, from thing, the, I think it was during this generation. We just talked was about from this the, the other this was the death oh, that the he never. Yeah, well, he did get to. <laughs> we did. just never saw it. Right. Yeah, um, but they brought the mom back years later. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't want to. Can we go on a tangent? There, <laughs> that was my. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, but this is a little. How deep? Do I'm a Bill Fix hand. How about you? How do? How deep do you, do the fans of your show get into? Are they as deep as us on the Letterman thing? Uh, there are a handful because we're. Here's the thing. You don't know my story. Well, I I know some of it, you but do? not not d- how deep. Yeah, go please. No, no, no. Ted, I, fill no, me I in. I can't there. tell you now. And, oh, okay. and, and they all they've all heard. They've it, all heard. There's a literally one year ago on the 25th anniversary of all this of stuff, this. August 30th, yeah. last year, whatever. I told the story of how deep and why the depth yeah. uh, my Letterman history goes and it's deep and it's way deeper than what you told me okay, right. <laughs> uh, because of like I mentioned earlier the proximity yes yeah so being I wasn't so close the, to him yeah. right the woman who broke into his house was not my mother or anything like right. that <laughs> But I was there and had access. So, okay. Um, okay. So, so you, you, there's an episode that uh, she'll send you. Yes, please. please now I want to see because again, I love show 25, that. I love that rabbit hole. Of you're it. gonna want to come back just to talk about yeah. my story. So, okay. <laughs> and in fact, that'd be great. Yes, you can come back I and we'll turn that. the tables, because and then you then. could interview me. I would love to do that. Great. That's fantastic. Be because uh, th- to that point of the thing that we're making about what it takes to get on that show and the right material and all that kind of thing. The Bill Hicks thing, they for the people who don't know, they Bill Hicks does a set and it's very edgy. Yes, and they pull it and then edgy later for the time. Yes, and then later Letterman, after he passes away, has the mom on and they show the set in, 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 in an ode to him. A long time later, like yeah, a, a long time later. later. Now he says this is one of the things I thought was unfair. And again, listen, Dave is a human being. Uh, he's got corporate over his head. Every all these sponsors. He says to the mom, and I think it was maybe the right thing to say to the mom at that point. Wow, I watched it. It, that's fantastic. I made a mistake. Yes, we, it didn't seem it, it seemed benign now. It or seems something benign like now. That. I kind of disagree with Dave. Seeing that, whatever it was, 10, 15 years later, it was still edgy. I mean, he's talking about let's hunt down and kill uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Like, if you did that on late night TV, talked about killing a celebrity today, imagine the, the up in arms about it's it. It's funny that part didn't even jump out at me. Yeah. No, but you know that's just one. That's just one of, of many. That's the one that always sticks in my head. I don't even remember, but I remember that the whole. We know it. We've stayed yeah. at his house. I mean, it, I, yeah. to me, I that was just a joke. That. Yes, that's a riot. So you know, but you know what I mean. I think I think it almost was would have been more impressive had he said. Hey, here we are 15 years later. That's how ahead of his time Bill Hicks was. Oh, that's a nice that angle. This angle. is still a little edgy for what we do here that for would, our family. You know I what th- I mean? The reason I think a Dave wouldn't do that yes. is because it sounds like a justification for his own. hundred percent, yeah. And, and he's all about taking responsibility yes, he's, for his Yes, which own. I love about him. It's one of the, one of the great things about him. I think what made him different yeah. than the other guys. But uh, as, a, as a point to uh, the decision they made that night, I kind of I understood it, why, why, why some of that. It's cool to go deep been. with somebody yeah, else who so can I talk about yes, it, though. Yeah, 
So I apologize. The other day and I was, it was, uh, no, no, it's great. Yeah. There was somebody here the other day, though, and I did the same thing. It was having like just a total. Who was the comedian who was here last week? Uh, it wasn't me. I was I not don't. here last week. It was the day before Just to you. Remind it was <laughs> Whoever it was, it was I don't remember. Me neither. It was. Nah, I feel terrible. Now it doesn't matter. <laughs> Cut that part. <laughs> so uh, I guess the reason I went off that tangent though was because yeah, then it it, it took. Hey, I, here's the ten minutes. I'm positive there's ten minutes of what I think. Yes. From what I've seen on Letterman, should right. be on here. Uh, but they found one. But I do remember he said he goes. This joke, it's a fraction joke, five thirds. It's about about if there's an insurance company. Insurance company says, they oh, can I love that joke. Yeah. For a fraction, what you pay, unfortunately, that it fraction was a great was five joke. thirds. And he said, I remember him saying, Dave would love this joke. And again, then it didn't matter that he didn't like the other nine minutes. It was like, all right, I'm on the right track. You now can I just got his find, voice. Yeah. I have to find a way to replicate this. And so I did chase that a little. And I think you see in the movie, that might have been a. A little bit of a goose chase trying, trying to replicate it, but yeah. the, the work didn't matter. It was I was still putting the work still in, and away. in the end, it comes back a way I would have never expected. He said, "We don't want this or this or this," and then a lot of the you things he doing- said he didn't want, they wanted. And I, I always uh, put it to, you know, uh, I don't know if you have a type. Obviously, I know who you're married to now, but if if you said to me, "What's your type?" I might be like, uh, you know, I usually like tall blonde women. Well, that's not my wife at all. It's just when you see it, you know it. I don't mean yeah. to be rude. Yeah. Again, I'm going to bring it back to the same th- yeah. way I insulted you earlier. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that was the case. It was. I was just, yeah. this guy isn't my kind of comedian. And then throughout the movie, you became my kind of comedian. Right. That's it. Yeah. You think this isn't what I like. And then when you see something, you think, I usually like this. Oh, well, I didn't consider this, but I like this. Yeah. Yes. It's that kind of thing. So, yeah. No, that's a... That's... Whoever was here last week, they were Johnny Carson's kind of comedian. And there was a whole story about how they I got know, and I'm totally spitting on the there. name right now. This will, be, this will be a nice look behind the scenes for everybody else. Here's Whoa. every blue card. Whoa! For every, I kept them all for every show we've ever done, so it only should be a couple days here. Let's see where we have to go. Steve Middleman. Oh, that. That's was it, it Steve, Middleman? Steve Middleman? Steve Middleman. Steve Middleman. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I love that yeah, guy. Aren't you, wasn't that totally worth it, everybody? You found a quit, though. That's a good filing system here. <laughs> He is, uh, yeah, you're right. He's uh, very acerbic in his thoughts, and I feel like yes. that's why. Yes, just we had the deep dive. We, the, oh, we can have this nerd conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I totally just speed bumped the whole thing. Not at all. No. In fact, I, it's funny. <laughs> what were you saying? He's exactly that, he's that type of letter. Uh, he's a Carson comedian, yeah. you know, which is a, that's one of the It was such a great story, ever. though, of him having the same, his was dealing with, of course, uh, um, I always want to say Mulcahy, but uh, Jim McCauley. His was yep. the same thing of going right. back and forth. Yeah. And, ah, you're just not Johnny's type of comedian. Right. And then at the end, he did his spot. He ended up shaking Johnny's hand in the hallway afterwards. He's like, you know, you're my kind of comedian. Literally yeah, right? verbatim. Exactly. Like that. That's what I mean. Like greatest story. Just you don't, story, just you don't like know that. until you see it. Everyone thinks they know what they're looking for or that kind of thing. Until you show just, them that I'm sh- it. Yes, exactly. No, I am this thing. So that's. But when what you was. know it, you know it, and that's why, like you creative types, like when you trust yourself, like that's yes. what it all comes you down know, to. So. That's one of the things I'm so proud of the documentary. And again, I I don't even think like I'm. Uh, I'm not bragging about the the husband and wife that made it. They were fresh out of UCLA. What are their names? Joe and Biagio. It's she's okay. a, a Belgian woman now, American uh, citizen. But uh, her name's Joe. <laughs> Be careful! Which, how cool might, is that? They might chuck her. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ice is out for her. I won't ever know. But her name's Joke. So how great that uh, to get to work with her as a comedian. She's making the movie. It's kind of amazing. Uh, yeah, and uh, Biagio. And of her course, husband. you know my friend Joke. Joke here, like uh, what? Yeah. Steve, you're not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's, yes. Stone face, not yeah. Uh, but they made this thing like uh, again. You know how the EU sometimes read a book, and then they they go to make it to a movie. 
but you you're like, oh, they didn't go do a good job because the storyteller is so important, right? Yeah. It's yeah. The same story in the book as in the movie, but the way it's told it's in the voice. movie isn't 100%, as good. Yeah. So same thing. I know my story, but the way they tell it in the movie is is I could never have. They touch the right tones. Like, what's important about this? What's your the, the journey you go on with your girlfriend, then wife? You know, that kind of thing, that angle. All they those pull the things. right heartstrings at the right time. Exactly. It's, it's told very well. Um, so you're saying it's better than the book? Way better than the book. Way better. Way, way, way better than the book. Um, but if you if you see in the movie, uh, there's a lot of interviews. Like you know, uh, like I said, Robert Schimmel, Jim Gaffigan's in there. Uh, Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Brian Regan. And so one of the things Gaffigan, I remember saying to your point that you just brought up, is he at one point was like, "Oh my God, yeah, it took me forever to get on Letterman." He's like, "I was ready." And it took four more years wow. of sending them sets. And, and, he, and I said, oh, to, to the point we're kind of talking about here that, that ended up being my journey, because I agree with you. I got way better during that time. Um, well, you I found said, yourself. It, wasn't yeah, even, it, it had nothing to do with voice. the comedy. Steve uh, Maison <laughs> uh, found himself yeah. throughout the making of yeah. yourself being ready to right, do letter. Yes. But like Gaffigan, you, did, one of the, you killed off the old guy one way or the other. I don't know if you right, realize that. Like that was no, very I probably clear. don't realize it. Was very it, but clear yeah. in the movie that like, oh, the guy with yeah. the, the confidence and the whole thing who hadn't really started his life, you put it into high gear. Yeah, and I you probably don't. Living. Yeah, it's probably one of those I'm too close to see it. But yeah, yeah. That, that's I'm sure that's You became a different that. dude. Yeah. That makes sense. But anyways, Gaffigan says at it's one like, point. Like now that I'm awesome. One <laughs> of the points he made it is is the opposite point. He goes, "Oh yeah, no, they finally put me on." He goes, "But I was good enough." That first then he goes, "The jokes I was doing then could, could have been on the show and that kind of thing." So you know there is a bit of uh, you got you have to have an ego and confidence obviously to be in this yeah. business yeah. to you know you a little know yeah you have to there's a little lying to yourself you know <laughs> that you have to do like yes I'm this is good enough well that's so, what gets you yeah. to eventually be ready uh, you know what back to Letterman the nine eleven thing was like if you can't be brave the best second best thing yeah. is like pretending to be brave or something yes, like that yeah. I, I, I butchered it courageous but right something right like yes that. but. It was you pretend, and then eventually one day you're just brave. It's the same kind of right, thing, right? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, you learn how to do it by, by yeah, the faking it till you make it kind the of. The process is the yeah. inspiration. Let's do another one. So you finally do Letterman, and then you're there. There's not a whole lot of footage of that part in the uh, in the film. No, because we couldn't get worldwide pants. Worldwide pants. The. Uh, the permission, although you know it was strange to give you a little you could dip, put uh, it out now, no problem. Dippity do behind the scenes to it all around the same time because we were always like, first of all, the the filmmakers they were like, "There's only two ends to this movie. Like, either you're gonna die <laughs> yeah. or you're That's gonna right. get on Letterman." And again, we didn't consider at that point the third one was Letterman might have retired because he he did retire four years after. That. It wasn't yeah. in the running, right. right? But at that point, we had never considered it. it just seemed Dave yeah. was an institution. He's when never you were going a away. kid, you said, "Oh, someday," and that wasn't factored in. You so never someday thought, was going to yes. come before Dave was. Yeah, not of yes. course it was going to happen. Um, but it, yeah, never thought of that. And uh, what was what were we talking about? I, I, I got lost on that that he was going to retire. I don't know. You were going to die, and yeah, running out of time. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, Letterman get, finally finally getting there, right? Um, so yeah, when and he, the footage, and they wouldn't. Yes, do. they the Joaquin Phoenix thing happened while we were doing it was around the same time. Oh, and so and again at that point <laughs> we didn't know the, the gum and the whole yes. thing and the sunglasses. We didn't it was know part of his own movie. Yes, right, right, now Letterman it. has admitted he was in on it. Oh, yeah, he's come clean. It was like the said, Andy Kaufman thing. Yeah, he knew about it was that right. Too. Yeah, okay. And there was a lot of conjecture. The people who were deep in thought Dave knows he's too smart a guy to to not know this. Um, 
But that you know at that time, but then they and whether used, it's Dave himself or whatever, right. the show knew. The show exactly right. It, it, that's a good point because Dave is even removed. He's reclusive, often in intentionally his own show. removed from the show. Johnny it's, was yes. the same way, so that you would get the real experience. on Yeah, eventually stop rehearsing even. Right, right, exactly. So that's uh, that's actually the point I was trying to make is that once, once you're welcome. There, <laughs> 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 High five! We're a good team. We did it. Um, <laughs> We knew we could use some of the footage because Joaquin used that footage in his documentary under the documentary Fair Use. Fair Use law. So, uh, Fair Use Act. Right. So we did it. Once Once we had it in the movie, you see my set I do on Letterman at the end, and it's uh, it's interspersed with me practicing the set because we were only allowed under Fair Use to use one minute. Yeah. And my, obviously my set is six minutes, I think. And you have to have some, so, some of the material right, in there. Right. So we intersperse. Actual footage of me doing it with footage of me practicing it out at the clubs uh, beforehand. And I think it's one of those things we're pushed into that, but I think it's it's better than if we had just shown my set. It looks... It's to your point. Me practicing it, getting good at it, is more more impressive. More levels. It shows the the spectrum of it. Yeah, very cool. there's not a whole lot of even the behind the scenes though of like that oh you know in the building or right right what was it like for you being in the Ed Sullivan in, yeah, theater because sorry we had to sneak in uh, the cameras oh I because see. Uh, so Eddie Brill no I didn't have to sneak it they didn't know I was going to be on the show that day <laughs> that's the part you didn't hear <laughs> he'll laugh at some point he's going to be laughing really hard tonight when he's watching Late Show 25 uh, yeah it was like a king of comedy kind of thing. Sure. yeah I held someone hostage and got in there and he snuck into the building but that's you know, oh yeah. They Swimming t- with sharks too. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I didn't see that movie until like two years ago, three years ago. Craig, Craig Robinson kept bringing it up, and finally, I was like, yeah. "All right, I'll watch I'll it," because he kept calling me yes. Ripper Pupkin for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I finally watched yes. it, and I was like, first of all, my mind was blown." Yeah. But hello, me, yeah. you, and everybody else, right? Yeah, of course. Tom right. Green, probably. Every, right? Uh, yeah. That's the the whole thing is like that. Yeah. Uh, Rupert Pupkin's across the board. I mean. It, Crazy what that has foresaw in in that the celebrity idea it's that we not have today Martin with Scorsese's social media. Most famous movie, like nobody even knows that movie exists no, right, unless right. you're in comedy. Yes, in, in, unless you're in it again. Meanwhile, Robert De Niro, Jerry Lewis, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, the girl is um, playing Johnny Carson, uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Sandra Bernhardt. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's amazing. Uh, and again, like I said before, it foresaw all this social media and the celebrity coming from. Uh, crazy things, mm. you know, that, that we have. A Kardashian, you know what I yeah. mean? That kind of thing yeah. uh, 20 years or predicted earlier. I blame people like her for that because they did, they made all that happen. He they needs made. publicist, <laughs> not just me as a person. <laughs> Je- no, not at all. Oh, just good, people like Good you. point. <laughs> just so everyone knows, my old job was celebrity publicity. <laughs> opening movies and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that day, I, Eddie had said he knew at that point that there was a couple that were had followed me on this journey. Um, you know, we we were just piling up footage, and he said no cameras there that day. Uh, so they were originally going to sit in the audience and be like, oh, we well, we'll 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 get you before at the hotel practicing and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, front seat of the balcony then, is the only shot you can right. may, maybe make that happen. And then um, I had some other people that came down from uh, upstate New York to see me, and so. 
they i was like why don't you guys just come in the the green room with me in mm-hmm. my dressing room and so they did that so you see some dressing room footage <laughs> and room that upstairs. kind of thing yeah pack and it full of people pack it right exactly these, these, so for anybody it. who doesn't know again it's, this is backstage these are literally the when you see pictures of the beatles dressing rooms these yeah. are literally the dressing rooms from the beatles there's a room probably smaller yeah, than the room tiny. we're in yeah. right now and yeah. the the other uh guest the other guests that day were so neil patrick harris <laughs> Neil oh. Patrick Harris was the first guest that day. <laughs> Doogie. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and he was so funny. I really thought I was going to be bumped because he was. Wait. So, what year did you actually so do well. the show? Oh nine. Oh, so yeah. So he's yeah. on uh, Married Your Mother or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Right. But they, they were. They had kind of. He was still. I remember at that day not thinking of him as Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, maybe I'm Harold still and thinking Kumar of him and as Doogie. Doogie. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it was starting to take off and get big around that time. It had been on maybe a year or two, but it gotcha. hadn't found its footing where it became. He that hadn't kinda, become the NBA. Yes, like, oh my God, entity. how great is this? Where everyone's like, this guy's so talented. Right. Uh, and then the band <laughs> was, was back when. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> no, that I <laughs> I love Doogie Howser. I Me really too, did. yeah. I was going to say back when only Wanda knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> I realized right. it's only His for power, you. Exactly. That was only for you. Yes, Nobody would yeah. get that. <laughs> um, and then the band was, um, I was. I want to get their name right. Oh, uh, it was a comedian and a band. Yes. And so that was the only thing that saved me because. They lived in the performance area. I might show. have got bumped because it, Doogie was going where they extended him one segment. And I guess somehow they must have took out a bit yeah. that they were probably going to do. Because sure. I was like, oh, he's doing well. Um, but uh, <laughs> the Magnetic Zeros, have you heard of? That was the band. It, it's Edward something in the Magnetic Zeros. Like, I'm not joking, 19 people in the band. Can you hang on just one yeah. second? Yeah. We had a weird moment here, and I don't know if I dropped a camera or what. It wasn't intentional. Something weird happened. Mm-hmm. Never happened before. Was no. it Was it my entrance that ruined it? Did it? No. <laughs> when I moved it over here, I was talking, and I didn't plug it in. Sorry about that. No, that's I mean, right. I'll figure it out somehow, but yeah, it would be a disaster. At the very Take least, two just... from the top. No, no, we're still going. We're still going the whole time. We'll just we'll just keep it from here. It's your Steve camera. So. <laughs> so sorry. I'm hoping it comes back here in a second, and then we'll be okay. Oh, it's my camera. Maybe yeah, I yeah. Maybe things happen. Things happen. Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, we're still going the whole time. Yeah, I just didn't. Right. I wanted to stop your story. But anyway, go ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, the band was uh, Edward something in the Magnetic Zeros. You, you'd know oh, the song wow. if you heard it. And okay. nineteen people. I'm not joking. In the so band, many. so that tiny dressing room next to me is just packed with people they're even spilling into my dressing room oh my goodness like i'm meeting them all beforehand oh what do you do oh you're the comedian yeah you're like it was so strange and then you know the, the filmmakers are there they're like trying to get footage of this band oh spilling out and then of course to your point everyone always asks okay so you meet dave before the show no 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 not no, before for never sure. And uh, I had met just in San Francisco many times. Robin Williams had shared the stage with him because oh. he was a, a fixture on the scene up there. So he had heard, uh, you're going to be on it. So we were talking about it. He go, I said, well, you're on all the time. What can I expect? And he goes, you're not going to meet Dave. <laughs> he goes, even if we do it, he goes, I never see Dave. I've known him. We were friends before Back in the, day, the yeah. celebrity for both of us. He goes, a reclusive guy. He goes, even if we do a sketch that we pre-tape, he shows up, doesn't say a word to me. Then we do the little sketch. He's, you know, nice know. enough. He goes back. He goes, but there's no, hello, Robin, how you doing? So you're on that stage. And he goes, so, yeah, you will not see him. That was a giant thing, there's, too. Yeah, right. They save so, it all. Right. Let's save it for the yeah, thing. So I never thought about it. And literally, I say the last line of my, my joke, and the band kicks in. And then it kind of hit me, like, here's the moment. Like, now David Letterman's going to be walking up. He's, he must be right now walking up behind me. Is there, you know, like, and then you kind of feel like him 
touch you, hey, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, this is, again, 30 years in the making of, like, wow, this here he is. I get to meet that this That had guy. to feel so unbelievable. And unbelievable. just looking over at any point, I mean, I didn't. I, when I first came out, you know, talked to we. Well, did, that's right. When you when first I did out, the entrance, looking straight at When him. I did the entrance here today and imitated Bob Sarlat, I did a little bit feel uh, that there day when I was on the show. A little bit, uh, like, again, I had nothing to lose because, of the, you know, the perspective, the cancer you're done. it gives you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what do I have to lose here? So when I come out. Mad, like a superpower, right? A little bit, yeah. So yeah. when I came out that day, I, I look over at Dave and I gave him a little, I almost like a Bruce Lee bow. Like, a, hello, sir. You know, like, <laughs> I, you, are, yeah, you, are my, you are my hero. And now I'm going to go over here and tell some jokes. But in case it goes bad, I'm going to meet eyes with you and, and give wow. you a bow. Uh, a bow. Um, but yeah, you know, and then again, that's more than the set. You know, I remember Paul laughing at hearing Paul oh, yeah. laugh. Well, you're very close to Paul. Yeah, when you're so out that that was that was fantastic. You know, ha ha. You know, it's just kind of nasally <laughs> thing. But it feels good because yeah. you're on the spot, 100%. standing. It was great, yeah. and the, you know, it, to your point, does Elvis Presley and the Beatles have performed on that stage? What was it like being in the room? When you walk out for the first yeah. time, take Dave, Electric. take the camera, take the, all of your material in your head around. Yeah. It, the room is nuts back then. It's, it's, it's crazy. completely different now, but it was really, really, the energy was completely nuts yeah. back then. It, it was so... You walk I out on that thought, stage. I, one of my favorite things about stand-up comedy is I never knew the things your brain could do, like that you could, I could be telling a joke, thinking how about, about how the last joke went or didn't oh, go. Oh, you mean uh, bandwidth. Yes, and also about, don't forget when you get to the next joke, do this. And what you're seeing through your eyes. So there's the, there's the autopilot and the being present and the thinking about what's happening and the adjustments. Your it's past, present, future. W- what can happen in your brain. I had never noticed that until I started stand-up comedy. So in that moment when I step out, all that stuff starts going, oh, my, oh, uh, there's the band and he's laughing. And, uh, <laughs> you can't Dave, take it all in, Dave right? kind of looked over when you came ah. out. That's nice. And, and here's the thing and the, the, all the people. And, like, and then I'm like, reel it in. Hey, you're on TV here. Don't forget to sell your joke here. Like, do it. you got to act out a couple things here and make sure you do this. Take you. And they said, take your time. You know, don't, don't rush go it. extra slow uh, with a TV audience. And so, you know, those things are in my mind. I'm like, okay, get back, get back, stop thinking about this stuff. But there was one point that you're looking up, and it did hit me. It's like, this is the Beatles, the Presley, the, uh, you know, all this stuff. And this audience is there. Rupert. And I had, yeah, right. I had one <laughs> moment where I really thought, because they say, okay, when you say this last line, the band's going to kick in. Oh, I That's hate when that. It I know. Right. They go right into it. So part of me, I, I had a thought of, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. You've so done this. I have nothing to lose, right? Again, I'm I'm dying here. I don't know how what might happen. What if you just kept talking? What if I didn't say that? What if what if I started doing those that two, nine two minutes? minutes. What if minutes. I did that nine minutes I said Eddie Bill four years earlier? Jerry's what going nuts they do? The What's happening? What would they do? You know what I mean? Right? Someone comes out. Yeah, I'll probably be Bill Hicks, and they won't show it or whatever. But I was I had the thought for a second, and then I was like. Don't be an idiot. Just go right, you know, just do what you were asked to do, and uh, and then you'll get to meet Dave, and yeah. Um, but yeah, it was amazing, like, feeling that experience and seeing just being that in audience, that room. and it's, yeah, whatever. The set and 400 people, stuff. like, just uh, being awesome. And it didn't feel, I had done a couple other TV shows at that point where it felt like the, you know, the cameras are right there, and you're playing They were not them. at that show. No, yeah. but this, was the theater. you're really playing to a gorgeous theater crowd, and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of weird almost. For a TV guy, I never yeah. liked that. I never ever liked that theater. 
No. Believe it or not. Yeah. You believe, even me as a massive David Letterman no, fan, I, I'm yeah. proclaiming like I've always hated yeah. that theater f- to do that show. Yeah. Well, there is – you can feel that if being a Letterman fan, you can feel the difference between that and the, the older show just because the the community yeah. that yeah. was created in another one. Even now, I remember when Colbert made the switch to that theater. I was like, oh. Got colder still. It's very cold now. I, there, were, there was something yeah. about – I don't know. I, it was Letterman at that height – Personally, I think it was Hal back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it was something about he, the way he moved the crew around. Right, it, 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 it was alive. It was an energy, yeah. and that is actually what I fell in love with back in the day when I was a kid. It wasn't even uh, Letterman. It was yeah. the, it was when I was a little kid. It was Mr. Rogers who was talking to me, right, and yeah. then had his own little yeah. play set, and he was doing you know explaining mm-hmm. how things worked to me, pulling the curtain back on life. And then when I got a little bit older, found Dave, and he was the guy doing that. Yeah. but I was much more enamored with the play set, hence the late night play set. Yes, yeah, all of the people, all of this crazy equipment, and all of the mm-hmm. stuff that was just—he was a madman. He could just push buttons right make, there. Yes, exactly. Stuff happen, under the thing. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's just <laughs> right. you never even knew what was going to happen, yeah. and that to me was the coolest part. The, it's the best, and it, 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 some of that's taken away by the bigger, yeah, the bigger place, the, yeah. the balcony, the, all of yeah. it. It's just so removed, <laughs> just life. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't turned those on in a while, so oh, it's, it's a little did. bit. It's not really blowing them out. I think it needs a little more, but <laughs> the bubble machine. Oh, yeah. Turning everything off. See my point? We have the radioactive steam down here too. I don't think it's, that's it's warmed fantastic. up. Oh my god! What a throwback. <laughs> and you get it. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. That's right. Like that. That stuff that. Uh, Again, what would it have taken to have bubbles all across the Ed Sullivan Theater, right? Right. Like, little, they made it snow a the, couple times. Yeah, the monkey cam or the, all the, the different oh, stuff that. they'd have come in. Like, again, it, that yeah, would have been great. It, yeah. it would have been almost fun, but they were no longer doing the kids. The, they've given the kids the keys to the adults' place. Right, you know what I right. mean? It was that point they were all trying to be adulty. Exactly. So a zip exactly. line from the balcony <laughs> would have been great. Of course. But they yeah. were playing They were doing cool. it. Well, I always say that's the. Uh, the show grew up. The. And the angle. Sometimes, you know, there, there's so much we get pushed into. Like I was talking about, we could only use a minute of my set yeah. on Letterman, so we intersperse this. Well, it comes out better than that yes. way. You're, just and like his show in the beginning. Just like his show. They put him in a corner and say, you can't do this and this and this. And you think, oh, we well, got all these restrictions. Well, that forces you to do something better. And it was better than when he got wide open and you could do anything because then they – Agreed. Yeah. Howard Stern on satellite radio in the first, yes. first year, uh, it was like, uh, Right, right. Yeah. Just because you can say fuck. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you go back to the whole thing with all the restrictions and the well, – yeah, pushing up against that line, all that kind of stuff. So a guy like me with all of that DNA, uh, when somebody says, you're starting a podcast? Oh, and you're doing it on YouTube? Well, three minutes is max. Third. third 15 minutes right. is probably as much right. as you want to do, and you yeah. don't do too many. And all this stuff, we bucked everything. Video, what are you doing? Video, right? Why, why spend so much time yeah, on lighting? Trying, right. Why you? <laughs> right. That's what. The, that's the stuff that comes out. I remember just again. Uh, this is a little tangent, but doing in in college, taking a film class, I do something on Robert Altman. I don't know how deep oh, in, great! Yeah, and he's one of those guys hated the studios, hated it, always wanted to do his own things. And if you look back now at his catalog, his best stuff ends up being the ones where the studios. Kind of over his shoulder a little bit. Every best team. Just yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Once you it's once checks you, and balances. Yeah, once you're wide open, it's you can't check yourself that way. And again, people I, don't. They want to be in, people like me. Yeah. You probably want to be an artist and whatever. Right. Whatever I think is the best thing ever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you're le- left too much when you yeah. The creativity with the you restrictions. Need a, you need restrictions and boundaries. Uh, yeah, is is the birth of of some some great stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, 
Elephant in the room. How's yeah. your health, man? Fantastic. I mean, obviously, I said Thank 2005 God. is Thank when this God. happened. That was an incredibly rough year. There was a couple cents where I've had to have uh, surgery and that uh, okay. that kind of stuff. But so all related stage, to the original. Was, yeah, okay. it was stage four cancer. Um, liver, right? Yeah. Uh, well, intestinal cancer that spread to my liver. Spread to the liver. Okay. So that's yeah. It's one of those things like I never knew. Like, well, you have cancer <sighs> in your liver, yeah. so I have liver cancer. No, like you know what I mean. It's those things you don't know as an amateur. Like, yeah, like. Uh, oh, what, what cancers on my liver? So I always come back to does that. it matter? I have a Who thing. Right. Like, that's <laughs> exactly it. Yeah, that's true. That's what I mean. My like, dad was brain and everything, but he had lung cancer. Right. But he, but he died yes. from the brain cancer. Right. And the exactly. bone cancer. So that's what I mean. Like, who cares? Yeah, like, does it matter? People are always. That's, someone I remember a year in was like, uh, said, uh, well, you're, you know, you're, and this is the year where it was the worst, where I, I was in the hospital a bunch and surgeries and they're, you know, looking for the where it came from and all that kind of stuff. And someone was like, well, you're a cancer survivor. And I was like, Sir, no, I, I'm not. I, I'm fighting the hell out of this. What are you talking about? Like a survivor? Like isn't that a survivor? Someone who gets through it? And they're like, no, as long as you're living. And I, so that's one of those things I didn't know. I mean, Where, I what guess. does the nomenclature even mean to it? You know what I mean? That's like for other people. That's, that's one what, of the yeah, things you realize by yeah. going yeah. through something yeah. like that. Is so many of those things are for other people. Yeah, I was that's like the mm. same thing with people asking you questions and stuff. A lot of times that's for them. That's why I really like how you've learned how to like take it with great. You know, a lot of people yeah. probably with you. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Like the simple question like that is the worst for her because right. she's always bad. It always sucks. Right, she's always right. in pain. She's always got a cane. Like, yeah, that's built in. Right. Yeah, and you don't want to feel like yeah, like oh, a Debbie well, Downer. I, yeah, right. I want to let you know that I'm fighting. It's going, but well, like yeah. you find yeah. out that a lot really of stuff doesn't matter to you. Yes, exactly. Like you were saying earlier about exactly. comedy, it's like read the room. Like you, you can see what's going on if right. you slow down and look. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. so it's like. I, I have gotten, thank you, I've gotten a little bit more better about it, but like... It's Taking it with grace and just smiling and being like, I'm good, I'm sure, great, right. I'm happy yeah. to be here today. Every day right, is a gift, right. you know, that's yeah. that's the truth. I like laughing, though, and so you're a comedian, and you've helped me do it, like, I, so it seems counterproductive <laughs> for people yeah. that are like, but you're dying, I'm like, oh, I know, That's but yes. I like laughing. Right, I'm going to die laughing, it's the that's greatest. great. I mentioned Schimmel earlier in the show, and if, if anyone, people immediately were like, it's got to be good material, right? All this cancer stuff, right? Got to have a lot of good cancer stuff. And people would always be like, why don't you do jokes about cancer? And I was like, Robert Schimmel became a guy that was fantastic at sharing that kind of thing that we, we go through and, and these thoughts and stuff. He was I've rough but still, lovable because, yes. because of it. it somehow yeah. his cancer softened him up and made him more relatable. Yeah, that's a great way to made put it. Rela- he for was, me anyway. Yeah, he was much much harsher. You're right. It, it, it made him So talented, him so a, great, yes. but he was, I mean, he's great kind of more ways. of a... Um, <laughs> but I've never been able to. I've never been able to bring really that to the stage. And part of it, I think that is when when I perform for cancer groups, I talk a lot about it and we laugh a bunch about it. But people on the outside, they don't. They don't. That seems like you can't joke <laughs> so about that. Yeah, okay. Cancer or a okay. diseased person has never said you can't laugh about that thing because that's exactly what you do. That's how you right. get through life. You know. But people like to be offended from the outside. Like, yeah. oh no, 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 that's too. If serious. it doesn't affect that's them right. at all, they're highly offended. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's I must. That's my job. Cheers. While you're fighting this, is to be offended on your behalf. <laughs> that's right. I'll, yes. We're all doing our piece. <laughs> we'll do our part. I'll handle this for you. <laughs> You set this one out. You You're set it out. You're, You're fighting. Sick. You're fighting. You're fine. I'll handle the PR for you. Uh, and how is your wife? Uh, she's are you fantastic. still married? Are you yes, still married? Yeah. Should have started with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, still married. Uh, again, one of the one of the things that you see in the movie. We knew each other. We were dating eight months when this happened. When I get uh, wow. you know in our mid thirties, so stage stage four cancer, five years worst case scenario. 
if the roles were reversed, and if she's a woman in her mid-30s, do I want to continue with this person? Oh, you know, this thinking about settling down and, uh, uh, you know, planning a family, this guy's probably not going to, you know, that the doctors are telling us this guy isn't going to be here. Yes. Why, that she stuck with me through that. Um, it's amazing. I mean, again, I it's one of those when I'm alone and I think about it myself, I get very choked up uh, thinking about it because it's, it's the greatest. I'm doing a slow push right now. Oh, it's the Slow greatest. Push. Where, where there we I go. Look? There it is. Right there. <laughs> it's the greatest <laughs> example of humanity that I've seen because I don't even know had the roles been reversed if I would have done that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know now. You, you, I love this person and what we've created over these fifteen years. But at that point, it was eight months. You don't know, but I do, and you would have. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I I hope so. I like to think I would, but I don't I know. still yeah. telling the story say, oh, I don't know if I would. Oh, wait, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. She literally said to me one day, and it was less than a year in. Wasn't it about a year in? Was that? Okay. So when, you guys, when, yeah, when she was going through, right. oh, she had the blind spots and the, the, all the stuff, and we started going through the doctors and everything. And yeah. when it became, oh, you have multiple sclerosis, the tears and everything else and the shock and everything else. But, but when we came home, she's like, you didn't sign up for this. You didn't yeah, sign up for this. Right. She gave me the out for months while we were going through it. Yeah. I guess I did sign up for this. You did, yeah. And so did you. Yeah, I guess uh, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a weird, weird thing. thing it's, but it's, weird, I, did you ever have kids? No, we didn't. Okay, yeah, we and didn't. I'm sorry to bring that up because it's no, part that's of the movie okay. as well. Yeah. I equate it to getting the download of like whenever, whenever you're when you have kids. Yeah, and you get that like, oh, there's an understanding, and there's a whole different thing, and oh, it's what's right. really important in life, and all of that yeah. stuff. It's almost like you get that awareness mm. from somewhere when it's necessary. You you make a good point. I only I only think of it from my. Um, narcissistic ego self you're a comedian you and should I, be and i see yeah. <laughs> uh i see what she did for me and what how that affects me and again the power of that doesn't allow me to see the other side then that what i would have felt i don't i i only see the sacrifice she made i don't yeah. i've never been able to think of it from that other way like oh my god how would i have reacted if she was telling me that kind of thing it's, it is that thing where listen you you both have that diagnosis right i always think about that's that. that's what I, I used to that call it our ms yeah it really is i do, do i have time for a quick story on that we're out of time are we, are we out <laughs> sure don't go ahead and next time we'll do it next time but actually i'm bringing the, no you, this will be your choice but yeah. we didn't cover anything but this movie i would love it if you would come back and we can just shoot the shit on yeah whatever, i would love because that. that would be fantastic first of all you're yes. incredibly easy to talk to we clearly oh, have I a rapport so. yeah yeah you guys are great and this really was just all about i'm Dying, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, dying to do Letterman. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you want to tell the story today or come back? <laughs> well, the, yeah, because this only has to do with oh, this, and, and, and it. it will play into exactly what then I'm sure you, you have done. And, and people, even going back to the, can you make jokes about this and that kind of thing? Beautiful. We <laughs> were so confident when I got this. I, I, you see in the movie, I had a, an appendectomy. That's what they thought it was. Or uh, it, when I came home that night and had pain. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, she's like, oh, you got food poisoning. You were at the comedy club. Yeah. It's bad food, right? Uh, so I go in for an appendectomy. I wake up, and they say, your appendix was fine, but here's an oncologist. <laughs> but uh, we took it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there's, right. They, yeah, exactly. Uh, your appendix was fine and gone. So they say, we, you have tumors all over your liver. We, we're going to run tests on them. Monday, you'll you'll go meet with an you know other oncologist. Okay, I don't know so. much about medicine. Is this like cops? Can they have planted those tumors? Right, exactly. <laughs> you guys been, were in there. Yes, Everything was fine. Wait a second. Wait I a was second. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because yeah, that wouldn't have. They even said that does, still doesn't explain the pain. So it's one mm. of those lucky things that they went in. 
right? It's the right side, but it's the wrong place. But it's, it was, yeah, it's it was too high. They, they're like, they shouldn't have been causing you that pain. You, you might have cramping, but not with that kind yeah. of Long story short, my wife or girlfriend at the time, she had just started a new job. So that Monday, when I had to go to get the uh, test results, she she was like, I'll tell them I can't come in. That was going to be her first day. I was like, no, no, no. You know, you're, you, and you're lying to yourself a bit. You're like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I was 35. Like, I, oh, these, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Won't it's be a, nothing. Yeah. So she, I convinced her not to go. And I think it was hopeful. Like, if she comes, that's making it dire. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. that, it's, it's going to be fine. We're gonna, these are going to come back and they're going to be benign, right? Like, don't worry. I'll call you and be like, hey, good news. Everything was fine. <laughs> so I brought my friend, Lee, who was like my best buddy. He came with me. And so we're in the doctor's office, very small room, and uh, the doctor is kind of, you know, not vague. He doesn't come out and say cancer. He doesn't doesn't say, he doesn't look me in the eye, you know, and he he says finally the tumor's malignant and blah, 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 you know, and and so then it kind of clicks. No, malignant's not the good thing, right? No, it's the opposite. I, I look over and my friend Lee, who was my best buddy, who came with me in place of the woman I love at that point, is on his phone. And he's looking at his phone, and he doesn't look up at me, and he's just—he's just—and he, I know him. He's the kind of guy that's distracted a lot, and he's a little spacey, and he, he was maybe high, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. But here's the guy I brought for support, and he's on his phone, and so I remember like my my girlfriend and then my wife talking about that for for like a year afterwards. Like, I couldn't believe how unsupportive he was. Like he was supportive when we left and hand on me, but in that but moment, not right? Present in yeah, that not moment. present. I was just like, that's t- just uh, Lee. I can't believe it. And so we had talked about that years. I can't can't believe it and she's like i should have come all this kind of thing so i'm that story is always in my head him and i are driving maybe like five years ago on a road trip together and uh somehow the cancer stuff and he's like i can't believe you know you're still here this is so great we were really worried he goes he starts choking up and he goes i can't i remember that day in the office i couldn't look at you so i pulled my phone out right before he gave the report and i couldn't look up at you and, and here's this story i had created forever that he was a, and for his own, he had the diagnosis too. His best friend. Yep. So to your point, I can't, I can't understand the other side. It took something like that for me to understand his. He got the diagnosis that day that yep. his friend is dying. You know. Yep. Um, so it's, it's yeah, it's something that we 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 don't understand until yeah we get smacked in the face with it. It really is. We're all going through that. I love making everybody cry in the old no, necklace. Good job. <laughs> We all have something. Yeah. So if exactly. you know We're someone that has yeah. something, you have it too. Yeah, you really do. When you. Kevin started talking to us about you and then telling us the story and then I and then watching the movie, I was just like, There's so much here. There's so much I yeah. have to know this guy, I have to get to know this oh, guy. Yeah. And, you know, certainly have the conversation, but I I, I, I wanna know you further. Yeah. And and, and Well and thanks, keep yeah. Up. And again, listen, I, you like you said, you guys are so fantastic, easy to talk to and yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh yeah. well let's wrap it up then today, but let's definitely do it again because we've gone very late. Oh good, yeah. I'm sorry if I yeah. Again it's one of the <laughs> No, I think it's I a want testament every, how easy you guys are to detail. talk to. Yeah, just start spilling stuff. And No, I want uh, to know every detail, yeah. and I really want you to come back so we can talk about the rest, but also the other side of things once you've seen Late Show 25, I because wait. I really yeah. think you're going okay. to be blown away. I, right, really, yeah. I really, really do, and I think you're going to have a much different understanding 
of why we're trying to get David Letterman here. Okay, fantastic. And it's going yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's re- I mean, we're going to make a documentary out of this whole well, thing. Think, It'll probably yeah, be an yeah. Apatow movie I was just going to say, yeah, you need to be having, <laughs> hopefully these cameras are, yeah, recording We've recorded off, most of this, except of, for that one part where you're off, off, no, I mean, Even outside this, because, yeah, you do, this is, again, I feel, when you, when you said, oh, I talked to someone this morning when I was standing over there, I was like, you, yeah, you get the goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Right, because you've like, had it. You you've know. had that experience. Yeah, you've been you there. know that. Yeah, uh, that door's been cracked. You don't know how far it's going to open or whatever, but you know you've. Or at the very least, you're knocking on the right one, mm-hmm. and you know that's the one, and they know you're knocking. Yes. Yeah. That's such a big deal. Yeah. 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 And they didn't say, "Please stop knocking." <laughs> right. they didn't, yeah. They didn't. They didn't ignore the knock. That's yes, huge. Exactly. That's huge. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Steve Mazon, this has been so much fun for me. Yeah, I don't even know where to. Fun for me. I don't even know where to start. Thanks for having me. Totally. I am almost happy that it didn't happen last week. Yeah. It got the buildup and everything else oh, and the that's, hoopla. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah. I apologize, whoever. Stop whichever. That. Apologize. Stop that. I turned so the tally fun. lights off because most people, it's just too confusing. Every time it comes on, they look at it. <laughs> they go, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned them off. Now I'm thinking, just like I was on Lennon, I was like, Nicole and Jay won't kick me off if I just keep talking. That's right. I could stay here forever. You could stay here. I could just keep, I'm going to do all the jokes I was going to do on Lennon. <laughs> What are they going to do? Throw me out of their place? <laughs> are you on? Uh, this is where we do the social media stuff yes. and the check-ins and plugs and everything else. Are you on the social media? I am. Uh, you can find me at Steve Mazon, M-A-Z-A-N. Uh, okay. One of them has like a underscore because there was another Steve Mazon, or I had one that uh, I couldn't figure out how to get back into. <laughs> oh later. my goodness so, gracious! But anyway, uh, Steve Mazon, M-A-Z-A-N. If you put that into any of those, you'll find me. Okay. Uh, comedian, yeah, I would love. Them. Love to have people come out and yeah. Uh, what about any dates coming up or anything? You're yeah, working I'm all the to, time. In I fact, know that. I'm going to. Uh, I'm on the road a bunch, uh, but uh, one that's coming up next month. Any Chicagoland people? Ooh, uh, kind of going back home, headlining Zanies in uh, Zanies. the suburbs. You're doing Charles. Zanies? Zanies. That's a great. Yeah. Place. So yeah, I'm excited. That'll be that'll be a good one. No uh, affiliation with Bob Zaney. None. Who has Wait, been here? How, I how mean, has that not happened? Right. I feel like I should be only doing Zanies. I feel like Rob, uh, Randy Lubis, and Bob Zany <laughs> should open up some comedy clubs together. And oh, wait a second. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, you're awesome, man. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks and thanks, for yeah, being. thanks for being so welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really funny, right? Come on over to our house to do our show, and we're just like, no, bring your I mean, own nuts, no, bring your own coffee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you didn't, you didn't letterman me. You didn't. There were like signs when I came in. Go, go sit down. We'll meet you once oh the my cameras God, start I know, rolling. I know. You know what I mean? Like totally. Yeah. Different. Well, you know, hi, friendly. Yes, you're fantastic. Someday. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Totally that would removed. be great. Totally if, if you went the other That's way. That's my yeah, goal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it got bigger and bigger and le- more. More removed. Got a jerk. More became a jerk <laughs> as they were. Watch the early shows. They were so nice. Oh my god. And then just yeah. <laughs> be rude to people later. What uh, the hell happened? That's the asshole hour. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Ryan, who do we have tomorrow? Joshua Mann. Is that a comedian? Comedian. All right. Com- yeah. You know Joshua Mann? I don't know Josh. How do you? How's he spell it? M A N N? Yes. J O S H U A. And then Thursday, we've got Brittany Leister, who is a photographer, and uh, she's in the Porsche world, and people oh. seem to know her, so that's yeah. good stuff, too. Uh, I think that's it. Is that everything? I believe so. In that case, Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. I love you, too. Steve, we love you so I very you much. Guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being yeah. here. We love everybody at home. Please love one another, and we will see you tomorrow with uh, that guy I mentioned Joshua. before. Joshua, <laughs> man. See you there. Hey, Boogie <laughs> Nights. He's about to pull it out. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what is that?
gentlemen, please welcome Steve Maison. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. Uh, great to be here in New York City. The show put me up at a great hotel. I am not used to that. <laughs> I stayed at a place last week when I checked in. They gave me a key. <laughs> a key. Not a key card, a key. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, did I, did I just win a car? Did I win a, no, I didn't win a car. Is it, this is my room key? This is, oh, I like the keychain. I like, I like how you put my room number on there. That's great. That, that way, if I lose it, the person who finds it can also find out exactly where I'm keeping all my valuable stuff. This is an excellent tradition you've put in place. Come on, any decent place has now switched to the credit card swiper thing. Any place still giving you a key is basically saying, welcome. We haven't renovated in the past 40 years. <laughs> Enjoy your stay. And the typewriter in our business center. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I like the key better. You know why? Because the key always works. <laughs> You never go up 10 flights of stairs with a key. No, 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 no. Swiper thing never works for me the first time. I'm tired, I've been traveling all day, I got my bags, I finally get up 10 flights of stairs to my room. Red. Red. Not gonna happen. My wife is with me, she wants to help out. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> you think I don't know how to operate a door? You think if you weren't here with me, I would just, you know, fall asleep in the hallway and not try anything else? You just need to drop it in the slot and let go. Just, just drop it in the slot and let go. Oh, red, no. Okay, try and swipe it really fast. What happened to your first strategy? Why are we giving up on that so quickly? No, no stick-to-itiveness whatsoever? You, you just expect me to try something new without acknowledging that first idea went nowhere? Just swipe it really fast. No, any other ideas? Okay. Drop it in, let go, and then don't look at it. What the hell are you talking about? Why would it matter if I was looking at it or not? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Is it working? I can't look at it. You look at it for me. I can tell by the red in your eyes it is not working.
to start over, right? You've got to grab all your bags, go all the way back downstairs to the front desk. They're never apologetic. They blame you. They're like, oh, it's not working? Did you put the key card next to something? Like a magnet? A magnet? Did you say a magnet? Who, who do I look like? Wiley Coyote? Where? Where? Where, where would I find a magnet between here and the 10th floor? No. Is there a magnet store here in the hotel? Then no. No, it was in my wallet. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Why not? Well, because you're in your credit cards and your wallet, those will demagnetize it. Oh, really? Well, you should put a little note on here that says, this does not play well with other things that look exactly like it. I'm going to recharge it, sir, and when I hand it back to you, don't put it in your wallet or any of your pockets. Whoa, 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 no pockets either? Well, I, why not? Well, because you probably have, like, coins in there or a cell phone or car keys. Those will all demagnetize it. Okay, well, I do need to get the key up to my room somehow. Do you, do you have one of those Star Trek things back there that could zap it up? We could arrive at about the same time. Do you have one of those notes? Or don't be ridiculous. That's just... That's just... You're being silly. After... Sir, it's very simple. I'm going to recharge it when I hand it back to you. Just hold it over your head, away from every other object on planet Earth, and then walk up to your room like you're the Statue of Liberty, up 10 flights of stairs, and when you get to your room, at the door, just drop it in, let go, and don't look at it. Steve Maison, ladies and gentlemen. Very Thank funny. You. Thank, you. Thank you very much for being here. Steve Maison. We'll be right back with the Magnetic Zero. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that was awesome. We, did, we hit all the, you know, the, the, from the cancer angle, the Jim Valvano. You know that. that what? That. Speech, you know what? him? Do you know him? No. So, uh, <laughs> he was.